He's got all the answers, but he can't read. It's Mr. Manners with the advice you need. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mr. Manners Show free edition. This is the end of the month. We give uh, I put the put one of the episodes out for free at the end of the month. The other episodes you can check out at patreon.com slash great hang. We do four a month, one per week if you're doing the math. So... You can check those out on Patreon. Also, we have extra episodes of the Great Hang Podcast where we bring guests on. We have video. We have fun. We have all kinds of fun over there. So if you want to sign up for extra shit, go to Great Hang. Go to patreon.com slash Great Hang. I'm also going to start doing a game where I bring my friends on and we do the Wiki Me This game. So we're going to start doing that next month, too. And we have a live show March 3rd at gutter bar at 8 p.m come for the podcast stay for the bowling come watch micah yell at me for being an idiot live at gutter bar march 3rd all right so today i have already recorded a full mr manners episode it got all fucked up from the sound now we are going to do another one and hopefully the sound is good i have done everything i possibly can to try to fix the sound and i think this may do it if it doesn't do it i will kill myself okay here we go uh let's get into it let's start it out we're here in may we're in may 2001 may 15th if you're nasty no business like rude business. Dear Miss Manners, through a series of lucky coincidences, my son was given a small role in a major theatrical production a few months ago. It was an interesting and exciting experience for our whole family, but I have to admit, I was kind of relieved when it was over and things went back to normal. Sounds like a damn millhouse. A friend asked me to lunch last week and requested that I bring my backstage snapshots. She had brought along someone who she introduced as her son's girlfriend's mother and passed her my snapshots with comments like, See, I told you he was a cutie. I was embarrassed since I didn't think this lady should have to act interested in a stranger's family's snapshots. All right. Well, it's okay. But also your son was in a movie, so she doesn't have to act interested. That is kind of interesting. So you need to have a little more self-worth. Where was I? Oh, but she was studying them carefully. And then she said to me, well, I'd like to bring your son to my office and then we can talk further. Sounds like an agent. I was completely confused. But then my friend explained that she is a children's theatrical agent. Wow. What am I? A freaking genius? No, I'm just in the business and I understand it. And if anyone's an agent out there listening to this, uh, holler at your boy. I'll do anything. I'll suck a fucking producer's cock. I don't give a fuck. I was completely confused. My friend explained she's a child's theatrical agent. She had been telling her all about my son and just knew she'd want to represent him once she got a good look at him. I absolutely do not want my kid to have an agent. My friend has been... My friend has been saying this since my son was a baby that I should put him in commercials. So you got a friend stage mom. Your mom, your friend is a stage mom that I should put him in commercials. And I have always made it very clear. I am not interested in commercial work. My son either is a star or nothing back to the restaurant. Jesus Christ. How long is this? And (laughs) interior restaurant, my friend and I sitting with theatrical agent. Here are my friend and her friend looking at me expectantly. Then I incredulously, as I re- 
as I repeatedly said thanks, but no thanks, the agent was getting angry because apparently my friend told her I was very interested in having her meet my son and said for the hundredth time that she hears from dozens of people every day who would kill for this chance. Okay. Yeah, I mean me. I'd get, I'll dress up. I'll put a little. I'll put a little spinny hat on. You know, a little propeller hat. I'll, I'll wear a lot. I'll go. I'll fucking suck Kevin Spacey's cock. I'll go over there. I'll suck it off. I bet. And then I'll be in the business, baby. What's in the box? I hope it's his cock in my head. I snapped back. Well, call one of them instead. I snapped back. We'll call one of them instead. I know this was rude, but I was really upset at being put in this uncomfortable position. Lunch ended soon after. Yeah, I mean, your friend fucked up. Your friend, this is like out of a movie. I feel like you watched a movie. This probably happened in the movie your son was in. And you watched it and thought it happened to you. And you needed attention because your son's been getting a lot of attention. So you decided to write into the Miss Manners column. I feel like that's what happened. I don't think this actually happened. I think this happened in the movie that your son was in. And that you feel like I need attention in... uh, a magazine, so I'm going to write into Miss Manners. I've sent a ledger apologizing to the agent who, after all, was brought there on false pretenses and was just doing her job. But my friend says I owe her an apology for embarrassing her and not having what she calls the decency to appreciate a wonderful opportunity. Your friend's a bitch. Don't be friends with that person anymore. I realize she thinks she was doing me a big favor, but since I told her before that I wasn't interested, I think she was the rude one. What do you think? I think, you're so, I think your friend is fucked up. I think you have a fucked up friend. I think you need to ditch that friend, and I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I just wouldn't fuck around with it. it. Your friend doesn't understand boundaries, and your friend doesn't understand wh- how to take responsibility for their own actions, so you need to ditch your friend. Because your friend lied to you, and she lied to her boyfriend's, to her son's boyfriend's, girlfriend or something whatever thruple her son was in she lied to that person's mom so here we go this is what miss manners says so miss manners is probably on the same side as me i would assume or she probably thinks that your son should be represented by that agent in a hollywood big shot by now wait was your son tom hardy okay gentle reader your friend suffers from the common illusion that show business is the goal of every sane American and that having a child in it is the equivalent of a medieval family having a saint in its midst. That is, it may be a difficult life, but the honor of but the honor of it makes it worth bearing anything. And this is coming from Ms. Manners, possibly the most famous person in the world. When you denied this, your friend thought you were delusional and decided to help you anyway. She thinks you are being coy, probably in hopes of cutting a better deal. This is why she felt she could break into the private business, ignore your explicit wishes, set you up in an ambush, and still maintain that it is you who is being rude. Now, in 2022... And I am itching inside of my ear for the listeners. In 2022... We call that gaslighting and it is bad. And if you've been on Twitter, you know, it's bad because they'll tell you that gaslighting is the one of the possibly the worst. It is top three worst things you can possibly do. And your friend is doing it and she is gaslighting you hard. Miss Manners is explaining this is only to warn you that you have so little hope of making your friend understand that it hardly seems worth trying. You might be better off murmuring that you know she meant well and would still like to drop the subject on trying to shake her belief. Okay, you should just not talk to your friend anymore. Miss Manners is too nice. Okay, now here's a short one. 
Dear Ms. Manners, our granddaughter is graduating from college, plus she got engaged. Whoa. She wants a graduation and engagement party on the same day to celebrate both. Is this having good manners? <laughs> what? Your question is, if you have a party, a graduation party and an engagement party on the same day, is that good manners? It's, I think... I, well, first of all, I think that you, I don't understand how you've made it to this age. If this is your question, I like, how are you not dead? You, this is the kind of thing that fucking idiots ask. Oh my God. That is so crazy. So I think it is fine that your daughter does this. I don't think it's bad at all. I think kill two birds, maybe two birds, one stone. She's going to get less money. I mean, she should do a graduation and an engagement party separate so that she can get extra stuff because people are just going to bring one thing to cover both things. So she's really actually ass fucking herself out of some money. So on that on that end, I guess it's good manners to save people money. I don't know. Here we go. Ms. Manners, dear gentle reader. You're not inquiring whether good manners to demand that one gives oneself two parties rather than one, rather than one, are you? Ms. Banners believes you have three things to celebrate with your granddaughter. The third, the third being her restraint. Oh my God. Ms. Manners thinks their granddaughter should have murdered her grandparents in cold blood. All right. Well, that was the first one. That was May 15th. All right. Here we go. Now we're on. Nope. That's not the right one. Damn it. It's in the back. It's in the back, baby. Here we go. May 17th. Because I, I screenshotted these so I didn't have to have Chrome open. Because I thought that's what was making it glitch. But I think I figured it out. God damn, I hope I figured it out. If I didn't figure it out, it's KMS for your boy. First check. Then thank you. Okay. First check. Then, thank you. Dear Miss Manners, over the past year or so, I have, unfortunately, written a number of condolence notes on, on learning of death of spouses or close relatives of acquaintances. All right, so this bitch sounds like the damn Grim Reaper because everyone around her is dying and it's probably because of her. None of these notes have been acknowledged, making me wonder if they had even been received. They have. Your friends are grieving. Let your friends grieve. They don't have to say thank you for fucking every little thing that you do because you went out of your way to write a note to say, hey, sorry that your fucking dumbass bitch of a son or husband or wife or whoever is dead. Just let them grieve. Just know that you gave them the note and that's enough. A friend has informed me that nowadays the bereaved only acknowledge charitable contributions. Should I discontinue sending condolences into the void or continue anyway? Since I feel that a personal handwritten expression of sympathy is more meaningful than just a charitable contribution. Okay, so you want to be, this is like, oh my God, this is crazy. People are so fucking shitty. So you want to be thanked for doing something for your friend. That's not, okay. That's not what being nice is. It's not nice of you to write a letter if you think you're going to get a thank you back. That You do a nice thing 
without expectation of something nice happening to you. That is what being nice is. This is not being nice. You are selfish and I hope, and probably dead at this point, based on the people around you, I would assume your time has come as well. Gentle reader, Miss Manners hates nowadays questions. They are always the last desperate plea on the part of those who are about to concede that the miscreants get to make the rules. That's right. Us badasses make the rules now. Me, number one, king badass, and then my other badass followers. Sometimes it's the lazy miscreants who declare that whatever they don't feel like doing no longer needs to be done and that it is an imposition, if not a rudeness, to be expected. These are the ones who say that hosts are being selfish to expect anyone to answer an invitation until they are the ones giving the party when they suddenly start whining that they need to know how many people will be coming. Sometimes it's the mercenary miscreants, probably me, because I'm a fucking lone wolf who fucking runs by his own damn rules. The mercenary miscreants who are not miscreants out out for hire, but rather people who declare that money is the only factor to be counted. These are the ones who assess their guests in terms of giving power, demand presence, or contributions, and offer in return a cash bar. I like I like an open bar. On a bad day, it seems to be one that, that you get the combination, why bother to thank people when all they have shared is their thoughtfulness and compassion. Save that for folks who fork over money. Okay, I still don't, I don't see what, okay, we'll see. Let's get to the, okay. Not only is this a vulgar idea spreading, but another gentle reader claims that the person who told her, who told her, the little, 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 Another gentle reader claims that the person who told her attributed it to Miss Manners. Hard to believe you should neglect someone who took the time and thought to offer their sympathies and put a money donation above thoughtfulness, the person writes. Impossible to believe Miss Manners would have thought or her or anyone thought of her or anyone's. I don't, I don't understand. I, first of all, I fucked up that lesson. There's too, so many commas. Commas make it hard to read, and I'm also unplugging the microphone as I move my leg. My leg is killing me. Impossible to believe Miss Manners would have thought of her or anyone else. Okay. I'm right. I don't know what the fuck Miss Manners is saying here. I think she's saying that people should be crying and writing thank you notes and that the ink should be smudging from their tears falling on the thank you notes because it was so nice of you to say something to them when their friend died. Even if you send a text, like they couldn't text in 2001. I'm sure someone could, but they, this woman obviously couldn't or wouldn't. But even if you send a text and you say, Hey, sorry for your loss. You shouldn't even expect a text back. It's just nice that you sent it. They're probably getting a bunch of them. You may have gotten overlooked. Cause guess what? You're not fucking special, bro. All right, here we go. Next one. Dear Miss Manners, I feel that it is rude and disrespectful for someone to call me and then yell at me on a speakerphone. Sometimes I put up with this on business calls, but not personal calls. All right, well, it sounds like you're fucking around too much. If you're getting people calling you and yelling at you on a regular basis. (sighs) 
If they want to talk to me, they should pick up the phone and have a, oh, they're all, the person, okay, so you're not getting yelled at. The person is doing something on speakerphone, and you're, they're talking to you on speakerphone. Okay. Uh, no, they shouldn't. The person can talk to you on the phone however they want. If they want to talk to me, they should pick up the phone and have a civilized conversation. Of course, I understand if the person is handicapped. Thank you for understanding. Non-hand. I understand if the person has little nubs and all they can do is press the speakerphone button and then gargle into the mic. But if they are not, are just too lazy to pick up the phone, but they could be. So speakerphone is made. What if, what if they're like cooking? They could be cooking. They could be like trying to, they could be like banging their secretary while you call them. I mean, people use speakerphone all the time for all kinds of different things. They use it on the train to annoy everyone. They FaceTime on the train to annoy everyone with their friends. Uh, gentle reader, Miss Manners gets the impression that telephones of one kind or another and their accomplices are responsible for all the rudeness in the world. Wow cellular telephones okay miss manners caller id speaker telephones speaker telephones if it weren't for their running around making trouble everything would be fine she is afraid that there is no etiquette rule requiring people to hold the telephones up to which they are speaking boom no rule but we can make a rule right now and the rule is whoever wrote this question is a dumb bitch however it is inconsiderate to use equipment that unreasonably strains the other person's hearing or understanding, and it is rude to allow other people to hear what a person unaware of their presence is saying. Well, yeah, but they didn't make that complaint. Normally, people just go, hey, you're on speaker. Normally, when that happens, everyone, if they don't say, hey, you're on speaker, and then everyone around them can hear you, that is very rude. But normally, people just say, hey, you're on speaker. Miss Manor authorizes you to ask your caller politely not to use speaker function when talking with you. Okay, there you go. There you go. There's Miss Manor's thing. Take a drink and tell the just tell the person, hey, listen, I don't like it when you use speakerphone. Don't use speakerphone. It sucks my dick. Will you pick up the phone and talk to me like a regular person? That's all you got to do. And if they say no, either hang up or just keep talking to them. That's all you can do. All right, and that is that on that one. All right, we got two more left, baby, and we are on this one. May 20th, 2001. May the 20th be with you. Oh, 520, bro. That's me doing a bong. I'm getting high as hell. I'm doing a bong. Manners one zero tolerance zero. Oh no, someone was polite and they got away with having a gun at school. Dear Miss Manners, I do not want to invest in a formal gown. I'll wear one. Oh, I do not want to invest in a formal gown. I'll wear only once. What else would be appropriate on a formal occasion? Oh, this is a quick one. <laughs> Gentle reader. Okay, first of all it's 2022 now you can wear like sneakers and a suit you don't have to you could also just get a gown that you wear to every formal occasion what if you did that and you could be like 
Well, bored my damn self. What if you're like March and you get one Chanel dress and you just keep making it into different things? You could do that. You could do that like March. You ever think about being like Marge? Or you could just buy one dress and then do that. Who cares? You don't need a new dress for everything. Just wear whatever you want. Here's what Miss Manners says. Gentle reader, your nightgown? Or so Miss Manners gathers from the fashion news. Oh my God, Miss Manners. Attacking the fashion industry as a whole. She was pleased to observe that there is also available nice old-fashioned structured underwear. Okay. Consisting of laced up bodices and petticoats. I don't know what any of that means. That is some 1800s fucking bullshit talk. I do not know what any of that means. Which you could wear under it. Unfortunately, she has been told that these are alternative that these were alternative to formal dress. So Miss Manners is saying uh, if you don't want to formally, if you want to don't want to dress formally, just dress like a fucking whore and you'll be fine. So do some whore dressing, dress like a little slut, go out on the corner, get some fucking money, go make yourself some fucking money on the corner, go give it around the world for about 150 bucks. I'm sure you'll get less than that since you're writing into here. And I can't imagine anyone who's written into Miss Manners is attractive. All right, here we go. Dear Miss Manners, I do not wish to sound petty or unfeeling. Well, bitch, you're about to be petty as fuck right now. I do not wish to be sound petty or unfeeling, but there is a situation one finds in newspaper death notices that troubles me. Surely when a person dies and the obituary is published, he or she is entitled to his or her 15 minutes of fame. If not, if not, then when on TikTok. Come up with a TikTok trend. I know this is 2001, but start thinking about it now. you got 20 years. It's nice to read that John Sledbearer, beloved husband of charity, or Susan Sportsworthy. Wow, what, what names? I'm sure this woman was just sitting at home coming up with names, being like, I'm a fucking genius. And of course, we do know that everyone that writes in to Miss Manners is a woman. It is nice to read John Sledbear, beloved husband of charity, or Susan Sportsworthy, cherished wife of Clyde, but I do object to he is survived by his beloved wife, Charmaine. Charmaine? What the fuck? I'm sure it's Charmaine, but who says she was beloved or he was survived by his loving children? Yo, lady, the guy is dead. What is this, your stand-up routine? You don't need to fucking take shots at whether his wife was beloved or whether he was beloved or whether his children were loving. He could have had shitty kids who throw rocks off of the bridge at cars and smoke cigarettes and beat up fucking handicapped kids. When he's dead, his kids are loving for fucking three days. That's what he gets. His kids are loving for three days until he has an open casket and one of them spits in his face and says, fuck you, dad. I knew you'd always go out like this. Would the old man agree to that? And isn't this about him anyways? It feels self-serving and inappropriate for the survivors to use those adjectives about themselves in this situation. But correct me if I'm misguided. Okay, I'm stealing this premise, first of all. I'm going to steal it, and I'm going to do it as a bit. I, I don't object to all the deceased being described as beloved or cherished. More power to them. But I just want those left behind taking the accolades that, in my opinion, belongs solely to the deceased. Okay, so 
this person uh, doesn't have anyone in their life, I think, that finds them. Below. I think this seems like a jealousy situation. She seems jealous of all the people that are getting all these damn accolades, which I guess they're getting accolades, but also whoever they love is fucking dead. So what is happening? This is crazy. This is truly insane, what I'm reading. This is an insane one. I mean, we get some crazy ones, but this one is fucking crazy. Gentle reader, the old man may not agree with his obituary, but if he could, would he speak up? Would he say, I can think of several women I cared for more, thank you. Or loving children, my eye, I noticed they were too busy to visit me in the hospital, but not too busy to start grabbing my stuff the second I croaked. All right, this is good stuff for the bit I'm stealing. This is pretty good. Maybe these days one cannot count on anyone to observe the decencies. Miss Manor agrees with you that it isn't bad taste to use a death to point out the deceased's admiration for oneself. Many a time she heard a eulogy given by a colleague or friend that pinpoints a deceased's finest quality as his appreciation of the humble speaker. All right, well, here's the thing. When my friends die, their best quality is being my friend and liking me. And I know that goes a long way with me. She also shares your distaste for affection adjectives in death notices, but only because she doesn't believe that public announcements should be included. The emotional aspect of the situation. Wedding announcements don't mention that the couple is crazy in love. Sometimes they do, I guess. Miss Manners doesn't want to hear about it, but she cannot begrudge. She cannot begrudge it to the bereaved who find it, who find comfort in it. One of the disadvantages of death is that one must leave one's reputation in others' hands. And if the truth is somewhat stretched in favor of respectability, well, people tend to gloss over things in life as well. Here's the thing. When I'm dead, I want my, ubitu my ubituary. First of all, I want a ubituary made and I want an obituary made. So I would like an A-E-I-O ubituary. I want every alphabet of the obituaries made. And I wanted to say this. Um, active badass and hot guy, Tim McLaughlin, survived by nobody because he took them all out with him. All right. Here's our last Miss Manners for the day. Dear Miss Manners, sometimes at a party in private houses or in the synagogue during service, guests or congregants move chairs from where they have been placed by the host or ritual committee. I understand, of course, why this happens. Here's the thing. I have noticed this, and I was talking to a friend of the show, Ronnie Lordi, at Barbershop, because one of the worst barbershops I did, the people moved the chairs around and sat wherever they wanted. And Ronnie said you can always tell a bad audience because they move the chairs. And then I was talking to someone else who used to manage a comedy club, and they were like, oh, yeah. Whenever people would come in and we would seat them and then they would sit, they would move and sit wherever they wanted, it was bad. So I don't know where this is going, but I can just tell you that people who move seats around on their own are selfish and suck and don't pay attention to anything. Uh, where are we here? How's it? I understand. Well, Jesus. Okay, here we go. Where are we? I understand, of course, why this happens. The people wish to sit by friends. However, the effect may be to constrict the walking space and prevent other guests from circulating and to block the fire exits. Not the fire exits. 
Call the marshal. We've blocked the fire exits. To block the fire exit and obstruct the Torah procession. Not the Torah procession. Call the Jewish marshal. We've obstructed the Torah procession. Is there some appropriate statement or action in these circumstances? All right. So I think you should be like, hey, man, you're in the way. Move. Get out of the way. Stop being in the way. Why did you do this? You know that people got to come through here. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm not the fire marshal, but I am a volunteer firefighter. So if you could please move your chair out of the fire exit, that would really be appreciated. Also, no one will question if you say you're a volunteer firefighter. They just don't question it. They just believe you. Even if there is no volunteer fire squad in your in your wherever you are, they'll just still believe you. I'm going to assume this is in New York. Gentle reader, the statement is either public announcement of please clear the aisles or a private request of excuse me, please. And the action is to have the movable chairs replaced with ones that are bolted or too heavy to move. If you were thinking of something more forceful, Miss Manners requests you kindly stop. All right. So don't use a gun to get what you want. Just uh, ask nicely. And I think we all knew that that was the answer. And for you to have to ask is insane. We have had some insane mismanners today. We are going to see if this glitched. I will absolutely be thrilled if it didn't. I'm putting it out either way. I hope you guys have a great rest of the weekend. Be sure to come out March 3rd, Gutter Bar, live Great Hang podcast. Micah will be yelling at me live, in person. You'll see the spit fly as I fuck up and she gets mad. It'll be a nice time. And also, uh, if you want to check out more Mr. Manners, if you want to check out extra episodes of Great Hang, go to patreon.com slash great hang and sign up to see all the extra episodes that is it thank you guys very much have a wonderful weekend goodbye